Hey guys, welcome. And um, <clears throat> I wanted to jump on there and talk about profitability. I think this is a really interesting topic. Um, and I've been um, just in case you've seen like a few things being uh, shown here, like uh, start start of this kind of live. Uh, it's because I'm using this software called OneStream, and I tell you what, they have um, they upgraded their software to a new version. I think it's like version eight or something. So they've been working on this for quite some time. But this new version just basically doesn't work. It's incredible. I mean, it's unbelievable that that something, you know, it's made in Finland somewhere. And the number of people that are writing in saying this software doesn't work is unbelievable. I mean, on the forum, on the um, in the group, in, um, you know, you can just see that basically people are pretty upset about this. It's just not working. You start a stream and it's supposed to then, you know, go live and it and it just like nothing happens. And in this case, I just tried it. And the whole screen went blank. So um, that's quite extraordinary. Actually, in, in today's um, world, that should just not happen. There are enough testing tools. There are enough um, kind of like testers out there that can do these things remotely. Uh, that don't even cost that much to kind of like manage this stuff. Um, so just a uh, maybe a reminder for anybody working in tech that this is this can happen. And if that happens, you know, you're going to lose customers. That's it. People are just going to walk away and they're never going to come back. They will never, ever come back. They will never come and try the thing again if, you know, they face some sort of major catastrophe with your software. So you've got to get that right. There's no question. You know, if you're a tech company, software based sort of thing, you've got to work with a partner that knows how to uh, build software, test software, launch and run the software and for it to be completely free of any kind of like major glitches. Of course, there can be the odd bug here and there, which can be reported. In any case, um, I uh, posted something this week, which was um, which was around the topic of profitability. And the reason I posted this was because um, it occurred to me, actually, that the framework that we have been working with to help people uh, build their companies from scratch to um you know, in many, in some cases, a million dollars a year and, a, and a beyond. Uh, but in most cases, people just trying to get to market, trying to build a product, trying to get something launched. Um, and so we've been working a lot using this framework and it's been working very well. And I'm actually very happy about that. But it occurred to me that actually one of the most one of the biggest values from this is not only from being able to um, put something into the market and sort of create something from, from scratch. But it's the fact that um, because it is a 360 degree view, that was always the intention of this. Um, because of that fact, actually, this can be used really, really effectively to think about profit. And um, that applies to every business. So there's no question how how applicable this is now, especially if you're launched, if you're running sort of digital or tech solutions in the marketplace um, and you're trying to grow the business. Um, then this applies perfectly because this is really the prime time for you to start thinking about profitability. Now, of course, there are situations where people are not looking at profitability because the whole name of the game for them is growth at all costs. And so that's the term that's often used, in, especially with VCs. It's like here, here's, uh, you know, 10 million, 20 million dollars, 50 million or something. And the name of the game in that in that at that period of time is not to scrutinize you know everything to the point of getting to the most profitable situation but 
to to grow as fast as humanly possible to to land it's land grab time as opposed to being really sort of efficient now what i want to say is i think that's a very uh that's a unique case that's a special case that's a that's actually only a very small subset of what everybody should be thinking about um now there's another aspect which is that when you're early stage you know you might not be thinking about profitability because you say to yourself well you know i offer digital courses or i offer some sort of digital solution and basically we're running at 90% gross profit margin you know it'll just take care of itself type of thing um and look that's okay uh for a period of time because yes you at a certain, during a certain period you want to be just focusing on uh sales and getting the wheels moving um now the thing is what i want to say is that that time is going to come very soon during that sort of stage where you actually do want to look at profitability um and of course any other company that is running stuff uh where you are more conscious of the uh, sales and the costs of delivery and the costs of running your business then of course you have to be looking at all of these things very very carefully and so again um i'm not trying to really pitch this framework here during this during this uh, session but it's the reason why uh, i posted what i did earlier this week and i'm i'm really talking about it today and so i think the purpose of this here is just to uh, encourage you to look at your business for with a new lens of how you are generating profits in your company and what's i think super interesting about this is that if i ask people you know so well you know tell me about profitability tell me about how you manage profitability in your company um i usually get a relatively vague answer and it really it, it tends to um tends to sort of focus on well we're doing a lot of sales and we just have we just conscious of costs and we 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 look at everything quite carefully <laughs> so look that's which is great you know obviously uh, and I, i've been there before twice uh, through now this is the third time uh, actively looking at things you know from a uh, a cost basis and so you know the looking at the cost of of doing things the cost of goods sold the cost of uh, actually delivering services um and i know that for for sure it it is um it is probably the thing that you have in the back of your mind but it's not something that is like the thing that's keeping you up at night um but if i show you a way to look at this that could actually make it really really easy then i think it could be something that you would really really want to uh pay more attention to and so let's look at a couple of analogies or let's look at least at least one analogy here the fact is let's say you know you could be running your business uh you know effectively but at the early stage when you're sort of like you know below a million dollars a year or between 1 and 3 million dollars a year um any particular hires that you make or any particular um decision you make about you know doing some some type of marketing in a certain direction where you have to maybe hire a few people this can eat up a lot of profits very very quickly right so that's one aspect the other aspect is that um when you know the, the question is how well are you serving your customers and are you getting the most out of your current customer relationships so any small change to all of these things can actually make a considerable compounded um effect on profitability and so that's why this becomes really really interesting um 
Now, we probably all kind of know that, um, you know, in terms of growing a business, look, you can get new sales, you can get new customers, in other words. Um, but one of the most effective ways is obviously to hold on to your existing customers and then not only hold on to existing customers, but offer them new uh, services so that you can uh, upsell those customers um, or use some kind of land and expand kind of approach where, you know, you've now got a, a first customer in that company and you can expand into other areas of that company offering maybe the same services. So there are so many ways to be able to um, uh, increase your revenues, increase your sales, and also increase the amount of profits that you're making overall from those activities. So um, it's just extraordinary. Actually, there's a long list, and I'm going to put it in the comments below, but profitability actually relates to quite a few different areas in the business. So everything, every single thing you touch in your business will impact the overall profitability of the company. Um, and so let's go through what those are. And so just one other thing to mention before we do, um, the reason why we really want to focus on profitability so much for most companies, and like I said earlier, uh, if you are in a very specific case where it's where you are, don't want to be looking at profitability, you just want to be looking at growth, um, that situation is very special. It doesn't sort of account, it doesn't count uh, like most companies do. But for the most part, the fact is that every little thing that you do that generates a little bit more actual retained profit or profit in the business, that allows you additional funds to be able to grow. And so then you can grow faster. Um, and when you look at um, many of the, well, all, all of the companies that fail for sure, and companies that grow very, very slowly, even though they have a good product and they've, they've already found uh, a good sort of um, pr uh, problem solution fit, not necessarily product market fit yet, but they found problem solution fit and they have a product that, you know, people do want. Um, one of the reasons why they grow so slowly is because actually they're not being very profitable in that process. So they're consuming all of their extra funds, just enable, being able to serve those existing customers. And therefore, there's not a lot of lot left over to be able to grow the business. So you start to see just how important this is. Let's go through a few examples of some of the things um, where profitability comes in. So first of all, um, cost control and efficiency improvement. And so this is key, right? So just keeping a control of costs and uh, the efficiency of where you're doing things. Uh, if it only takes one person to do something, then that's obviously very different to having maybe two people on board that can do the same job um, and being able to, you know, being efficient on, um, you know, how you, the overall activities in terms of how you're managing the business in terms of cost control and keeping things really efficient, right? So secondly, revenue growth, um, how you are, reinvesting that to be able to drive revenue. Third is market and competitive analysis. And I think when when you read some of these points, you start to realize that actually, you know what, some of these things are, you know, they could you could talk about them as strategy or you could talk about them as product. But in reality, these are crucial because if you do not address these things at the right time, what will happen is that you there will be a debt kind of accumulating for the amount that you um, will need to invest later to be able to catch up. So, you know, can, you know, properly do, you know, doing market and competitive analysis is, is a good example of that. 
um, innovation and research and development. So just being able to reinvesting into your product and making sure you are staying really um, competitive in the marketplace. Uh, operational excellence, um, marketing and branding, diversification and expansion, uh, customer centric approach. So, you know, how much are you investing in thinking about um, your customer journey, how your customer is actually experiencing your product, uh, financial management, talent management, and lastly, sustainability and corporate social responsibility. Um, in actual fact, I got that list from ChatGPT, and I, th I thought it was a really clear list. I was happy to share that through this post or the post that I put earlier this week. Um, it's a great list. In actual fact, ChatGPT had, had, pub had uh, provided... It was like four or five bullet points for every single one of those so that made a total of something like 50 or so. Um, so you start to see that there's a, you know, across the board, there is an impact on profitability. And for the most part, what people are going to be focusing on is things on the front end, things that are sort of in uh, things that they can, uh, you know, they can keep in, in their minds about what they need to be managing uh, day to day. Maybe they've got a financial controller on board. Maybe they've got a part-time finance director on board to start to look at things. But the question is, you know, how are you managing that process of um, maximizing profitability for the activities that you've got going on? Now, I want to give a couple of examples of um, why this really, really matters, because I mentioned here earlier, you know, as I went through that list, I mentioned a couple of things. So one was um, um, innovation and research and development. So the Essentially, you know, reinvesting in your product, reinvesting in, uh, you know, d development of what you're doing. In my first company, actually, the, this was back in the 2000s. I was, I co-founded this company with some guys in New York. Um, they were, let's just say, not very good managers about all of this kind of stuff. So they, in fact, they got really greedy and wanted to take all the money for themselves. So it just shows kind of where they were going with it. Um, and, but the reason why that company, ended up having to be sold, even though it was for a multi-eight-figure sum. The reason why that company had to be sold in the end was because we had fallen behind on the technology. Our technology was no longer, um, you know, leading edge for what we were doing. We started around 2000, just before then, um, and it was like new and innovative and completely different, uh, something that you know the market was really interested in hearing about, even though they were not really ready to buy. In fact, we were too early. We, we were one of the first SaaS platforms to go out into the market and raise venture capital. We were basically too early, so we really had to educate our customers. Um, but by 2006, we had fallen behind. We had not put investment into the technology. Um, in fact, those guys had actually not even wanted to invest in information systems like the billing system, the provisioning, uh, customer care was all like the licenses had expired. There was no investment going into how we were managing things. Um, and it's really, really a shame. And I, you know, I don't mind actually publicly kind of shaming them at this point in time because it's now uh, getting on to 15 years later or something. Um, but the reality is, I just, I'm, and I'm saying it for a reason, which is I want to highlight to you that this is what can happen. If you do not invest in your technology, in your platform, in your information systems, in all the things that are keeping your business running really effectively, um, you will fall behind. And when you fall behind, it's so hard to catch up. It's really, really hard to put in, you know, effort to be able to 
um, improve all those things. That that work just becomes um, really, really hard. It just becomes like a big weight. So much. There's so many things to fix. There are so many things that are going wrong. Um, you're trying to grow the business while trying to fix all those things. It just becomes really, really hard. And so this is not where you want to be. You want to be able to invest in your platform, in your systems, uh, in your people, to be able to train them, to grow the business as you go um, without that becoming a real drain to the business. So you must allocate for that. You must think about that ahead of time. You must think, how are we going to manage to be able to develop all of this at the same time as growing? So that's just one example, right? So innovation and research and development. Um, and I'll give another example on marketing because I think this this came up, in fact, um, might even have been last week where I was talking to a, uh, a front-end agency that was really focused on SaaS marketing. And what they were saying is that many times they kind of open up the floodgates to bringing in new clients to their SaaS clients. Um, but what happens is that since things start to break, um, those that SaaS business wasn't geared up to bring on that many customers so quickly. Um, and so there's, you know, obviously things go wrong. There's people are unhappy. There were, there are not enough staff to manage the process. Um, processes break down internally the systems don't work just like i was explaining at the beginning around um you know one stream and the problems that they must be having right now possibly they've got the same thing where they've uh they've kind of um become a bit popular and so a lot of people join the platform and then all of a sudden things stop working and they don't have the resources to be able to keep up with it so these are real problems these are real issues these are things that are going to cause a major major problem for the company and in many cases in many cases these cannot be recovered from these are situations that occur that basically um, are the death knell for the company they cause such problems um you know obviously for goodwill in the cut in the in the customer base People get upset. Uh, I'm probably going to, you know, find another streaming situ uh, solution right now because of what I described earlier. I, you know, started a live stream exactly as they describe it, and then the screen just goes blank. Um, so these things are just not um, okay. So um, those are just some examples, and so um, that's really the purpose of, um, you know, what I wanted to share today, which is around profitability, and I want you to, I want to suggest that you start to think about how you run your business. So what is really the, what is really the engine behind your company? Um, do you know, do you find yourself really just pushing a product and it's the same kind of thing every day, just like trying to, you know, fulfill that task of just like getting new customers on board and trying to do that? Or do you have a bigger plan for how you're going to grow your company? Um, not only for, from the front end, but also for everything else that you're doing. Um, and many times I think what happens is that, you know, the, the, the natural answer to that question is yes, certainly we've got a plan. Yes. We run our business very effectively, but the reality shows that actually you need to be applying a, um, a disciplined approach to this because otherwise what happens is that a year from now you're, you know, you're in trouble or you've found that you're, you've been behind and actually there are things that you should have been doing which you didn't know about or you didn't think about 
or you should have been following practices which um somebody could have showed you um you know you could hire a an accounting firm or you could hire hire a consulting firm or you could hire maybe just sort of individual consultants for specific areas and but you didn't do that and so now you're a year further down the line you're struggling to grow and uh like i was describing earlier you're finding it quite difficult obviously with money you can solve a lot of things um and in many cases especially in the uh very high growth space um that has been the solution um just my perspective i suppose is that um in some cases where there is real hyper growth or you know planned and and happening um in those cases it's it you know it can be solved if you just raise a lot of capital and you go and hire uh, a large team but again these are quite quite special situations um it actually reminds me of um airbnb reminds me of twitter um reminds me of a couple of other companies i think where things really kind of like got stuck when after they had been in the market for a while so if you if you were on airbnb like when they first started i think within like the first two or three years they had an app that basically kept freezing it's like you couldn't use the app it was it was you know impossible you you would you would select something and nothing would happen for sort of 30 seconds um and that was a situation in fact where they had when they very first when they started that they started i think on ruby on rails uh, as a as the uh, the platform uh, the code base and that had maxed out in its ability to serve the uh, number of number of users that were joining the platform overall around the world so they had to switch they had to they had to re um redo the entire code base onto uh in fact scala and uh more scalable uh technologies and that process took around 2 years a whole 2 years to do where they they um refactored they call it refactored their, their entire code base onto scala and other scalable technologies rebuilt their whole technology concept um and uh, and then they were able to grow again and i think twitter had the same problem early on with the number of people signing up so depending on what you're doing um you know these are going to these things are going to affect the business and the common uh kind of denominator here the way you can look at this is not um just with let's say um operational effectiveness or just like you know um uh some sort of other uh metric or KPI that you might use what i would recommend you look at is is to use the um any kind of metric that you can put to around profit and for every single thing that you are thinking about you want to be thinking about well how will that affect profitability and profit of the company uh if it if it if it suddenly works really really well what's going to happen suddenly if things don't work uh if we don't invest into those things right there are a whole number of questions that come up around how will that affect the company and i think the metric the KPI that you want to be thinking about is related to profit so hopefully this uh provided a little bit of um uh food for thought today um and just read through the list again that I'm putting into the comments um and let me know what you think i mean do you have your own perspectives on how you manage profit profitability in the company um do you not really keep an eye on that is that not your focus these days um maybe you're still trying to get into the market and it's just not on your radar and you're not sure how you might approach that 
um, your comments or just like some 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 perspectives on that from your point of view would be really interesting to see. Uh, with that, I'll leave you and uh, wish you a good weekend.